You're listening to Shalise's podcast. Papa, I thank you for this podcast series. I thank you for the title, Unstoppable. I thank you, Father, that in Christ, that is the truth, (laughs) that we are unstoppable, Father, that love never fails. And the things that you have ordained for us before the foundation of the world, you uh, are empowering us to be unstoppable towards the fulfillment of them. And I just thank you, Father, for just the the technology and the science and and all of the the research and the studies that are confirming what Scripture has taught us and has been demonstrated since the beginning of time. Faith is more powerful. (laughs) Faith is is the, 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 the power of God to bring the unseen into manifestation, just like the observer effect teaches us, Father. So today, I pray that we can wrap this up with a pretty red bow and that it will... Uh, encourage everyone that's watching, everyone that's listening, Father, to uh, believe for impossible, seemingly impossible things, Father, that the seemingly impossible things that you have planned for them, the seemingly impossible things that are available to us in the kingdom. Uh, Thank you, Father, that we are not just mere human beings, but we are uh, spirits, we are divine spirits. Uh, beings, Father, that are partaking of your divine nature. We are one with you. And I thank you, Father, that as divine beings created uh, in your image, recreated in Jesus, you have given us dominion over the work of your hands. You have given us dominion over the seen realm. And Father, I thank you that as we abide in you and we give you full control of our bodies and our faculties and our imagination, Father, I thank you that you are doing the work through us. You are materializing heaven on earth. You are building your kingdom. You are building your church. You are expanding heaven's influence on the earth. And I thank you that we have a a partnership. We are co-laboring with you, Father, to see great and wonderful and miraculous things become visible in our lives. And so today, as we hop into this teaching, Father, I just pray that it will be practical. I pray that it will help people apply the things that we've been uh, talking about over these last several episodes, Father. And I thank you that it is going to lead to miraculous breakthroughs. I thank you, Father, that even things, Father, that people have been standing for, that they have been, you know, quote unquote, believing you for, Father, I thank you that the wait is over. I thank you that faith is now. And I thank you, Father, that the scene realm is perked up, ears listening, not only to this teaching today, but to the words that are going to be spoken by people as a result of this podcast and the the steps of faith that people are going to take as a result of hearing this teaching today, Father, and that the seen realm is going to conform to the vision that you have placed in people's hearts, Father, that the seen realm is going to conform to heaven on earth and there is going to be a massive breakthrough, Father, whether that is healing, whether that is in finances, whether that is in relational breakthrough, Father, I just declare the manifestation of what we are teaching today, Father. And I also, Father, just declare that this teaching is not in 
uh, uh, you know, the words, the enticing words of man's wisdom, Father, but it is in the demonstration of the spirit and of the power. So Holy Spirit, have your way, inhabit my mind, speak through me today and bring this baby home, Lord. Uh, bring it home with all the glory that you have uh, established for it and you're desiring for it. And I just thank you for it and I give it, give it to you right now. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. So awesome, you guys. We are wrapping up our Unstoppable series today, and I'm super excited uh, to be here with you because I feel like today we're going to just wrap everything up, like I said, when I was praying with a, with a pretty red little bow, and that it is going to be something that is easy to be entreated, that you're going to be able to receive all of the principles and everything that we've been sharing over this podcast in a really practical way so that you can step into practicing what we've been teaching. And you can step into becoming unstoppable uh, as you recognize how you were created to function as a son of God in, in partnership with the universe that God has created. Uh, understanding the laws of the spirit, understanding the laws of the quantum realm so that you can uh, not just understand it, but you can experience it, you guys. I mean, the gospel is the power of salvation. The truth sets us free when we know it. And so I, my desire today is that that the Holy Spirit is talking while I'm talking so that you can see maybe where you just need to make, a, you know, just a tiny little bit of adjustment so that you can partner with the scene realm and uh, stop going in circles in some areas maybe where you have seemed stuck or you just see, couldn't seem to get the breakthrough. So, you know, the let's let's kick it off here. You know, the foundation scripture that we've been using in this series is what I've been calling the original dominion mandate. And it's from Genesis. Uh, it's from Genesis 128. And it's and I've been reading it to you out of the Amplified Version. But it's basically where, you know, the, the account where God created Adam and Eve in his image and he blessed them. And he said, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it. I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but in the, you know, you, you know what I've been talking about. It's, it's the fourth time I've been talking about it. But, you know, in the Amplified Classic, classic version, I the reason I use that version is because it's, it, it specifically says to use all of the earth's vast resources in the service of God and man. And so I just want to highlight today that the universe, the earth has been made to be in the service of God and man. God is a servant, <laughs> you know, uh, the greatest among us is a servant and God is the greatest and he is a servant. Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve. And I want to tell you that everything he created in his universe is created in the, in the service of us and himself. I mean, love serves, love contributes, love is for the expansion and the growth of anything that it is involved with. And so the earth is here to serve. The scene realm, everything that God created has a purpose, including you. And part of that purpose is to serve. And so I just want to, first of all, encourage you that the scene realm is excited to serve you. Everything that is tangible is excited about the sons of God. In Romans chapter eight, it says that all of creation is moaning and groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. The universe is for you. 
And I've talked about this before, but you know, uh, Einstein said this one time. He said, one of the most important questions that you will ever ask and answer is what is your view of the universe? Do we live in a friendly universe or do we live in a hostile universe? And I can tell you, you know, um, so many times as believers, we are focused on what the enemy is doing, right? And we, we have this warfare paradigm of the planet rather than a reconciled paradigm of the planet. And those are very two different paradigms. In one paradigm, Jesus really didn't uh, necessarily finish anything. And we have this adversary that's constantly opposing us as we are, uh, you know, trying to, 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 to move forward with our lives and, and do the things that God has called us to do and stand for the breakthrough and the miracles that we know are possible. But we are, you know, there's this constant opposition, but I can tell you there is a higher revelation. There's a higher place that we can live from where you recognize that we've been translated out of the fallen world system. We have been translated out of that kingdom of darkness. We've been really been translated even out of that place of warfare. Am I saying that the enemy doesn't oppose us? I'm just saying, uh, not that we don't, that he's not opposing us. I'm just saying that it's not a fight. Why? Because light displaces darkness. Light does not fight. It just shines. And there is a higher revelation where you are uh, awakened into the reality of the new creation, where you are awakened into the reality of who you are in Christ and that you are light and that you are above the world system and that we are living in a reconciled, friendly universe. God was in Christ reconciling the cosmos to himself and nothing now has not been reconciled. Now, I'm not saying that it is visibly reconciled. I'm not saying that every person is has confessed Jesus as Lord. I'm not saying that the curse doesn't, uh, you know, impact the planet. I'm just saying that there is an unseen higher reality. There is a revelation, a place of light where it is all finished, where it was finished, not only at the cross and the resurrection of Jesus, not only 2000 years ago, but it was finished before the foundation of the world. It was finished uh, before God said, let there be light. And we need to step into this higher place of, of, of seeing ourselves, of seeing creation, of seeing planet Earth, of seeing other people. It is a prophetic vision for the planet. It is a future that God has already ordained and finished in the spirit. But now we are partnering with him to observe it. We are partnering with him to call things that be not as though they are, meaning we are here to materialize the finished works of Jesus. We are here to materialize the new creation. We are here to materialize heaven on earth and override, displace, if you will, uh, the, the, the fallen system and the fallen circumstances in our lives with the reconciled finished works of Jesus Christ, which really takes me to the point that I want to make today. And this is a probably one of the, the most important uh, things, principles, whatever you want to call it, that you will ever, ever grab a hold of. And it is one of the biggest deceptions of the seen realm. It is one of the biggest deceptions of this 3D realm that, you know, is uh, also includes the, 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 the dimension of time. 
And this is it, okay? It is the deception that it's not finished. It is the deception that you don't already have what it is in the natural realm that hasn't showed up yet. See, God works and, and quantum physics teaches us, you guys, that every possibility already exists in the invisible realm. And what I want to, to, to add to that today is that the possibility of the earth becoming like heaven is an already established, not only a fact in the spirit, but it is an already established possibility in the unseen realm. And if you, if you believe that we not only live in a, in a, in a warfare paradigm of the universe. But if you, if you believe that we live in an unreconciled, fallen, dark, evil world, that's what you will observe. observe. If you, if you are uh, governed by your physical senses, you will believe that the circumstances that you find yourself in are the truth about what is real. But there is a higher level of perception. There is a higher higher view that we can step into. We can step into the place in the spirit where everything is now. Not only is everything possible, but everything is already finished and everything is finished now. Now, I don't know if I'm explaining it exactly like uh, I want to explain it so that you understand how this is such a problem in people's lives or maybe a problem in your life. And so let me let me slow down here for a moment and see, um, Holy Spirit, help me make this clear, okay? Let's talk about it from just a faith perspective for a moment, okay? In uh, Hebrews 11, 1, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, okay? And then if you skip down to verse 3, it says, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, and the things that are visible were made by things that are un that are invisible, or the things that are seen are made by things that are unseen, okay? So, faith as a principle, okay, uh, let's, let me give you another scripture here. Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. And so faith as a principle sees the unseen as an already established fact. Okay. It, it connects to the reality of the unseen as what is real as what is uh, governing the scene, but also as the dominating reality, as the source reality for the scene reality. And unfortunately, a lot of us, and this is just, you know, a product of the fall, we are so governed by our five physical senses. We are governed by sense knowledge. We are governed by our intellect. We are governed by what we've seen in the past happen. We are governed by, you know, the things that, the, the patterns that we see in the economy. We are governed by, you know, the latest medical research or what they tell us about our diets or, or whatever. And so we are living from a pure material stand, standpoint, we are walking through time and through circumstances like the material realm is the dominant realm. Like what we can see with our physical eyes is the truth. But what I want to tell you today 
is that that is what they call in the Bible <laughs> carnal Christianity, okay? It is of the flesh. It is of the material realm. And it is where most believers stumble when they are walking through maybe a contradiction. They're, they're dealing with sickness. They're dealing with bills that are unpaid. They're dealing with relational issues, right? Because the seen realm, it just seems so much more real because it's tangible to us. Because we can say, hey, I've got this doctor's report in my hand that says X, Y, and Z. Hey, I've got this bill in my hand. I've got creditors calling me. And so this is this is this is the situation I find myself in. Like this is the reality of what I'm dealing with. But what I want to tell you is that everything that is seen is subject to change. But the things that are eternal are never changing. Okay, that's why it was so important for us to understand that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. Because from God's perspective, there is no uh, linear time per se in the kingdom. That everything that is true about you has always been true about you. And it will all and it will always be true true about you. You were chosen to him before the foundation of the world. Now, granted in time, you know, you heard the gospel, you awakened to the truth, you experienced the new birth. Okay, great. But that doesn't mean that when you experienced it is when it became true. It was true for you before you woke up to the experience of it. And you waking up to the experience it was uh, experiencing it was 100% based upon what you heard and what you uh, believed as a result of what you heard. And so the truth is true whether we are aware of it or not. And what is true is that everything about your life from God's perspective, has already, it's already finished, okay? Not only were you crucified with Christ, at, you know, over 2,000 years ago, okay? How were you crucified with Christ when you weren't even there, right? Because time in the kingdom is expressed differently than it is in the physical realm. And in the kingdom, in the spirit realm, in the quantum realm, all of these possibilities are not just available to us, but they exist in their finished form. And so what trips people up is that we are constantly thinking that it's not finished. We are constantly trying uh, to, uh, you know, quote unquote, believe something that is not, you know, from the material perspective, is not finished. But here's the thing. It is finished. And the reason that it's not materialized is because you are focused on the facts that are in the natural realm. You are focused on the idea that it's not finished. You are observing, according to quantum physics, a not finished problem, okay? Rather than visualizing and seeing and agreeing that the problem has already been solved. It was solved through uh, the, the new creation and not just solved, but it is finished. And so there are, there's this, this contradiction between the material realm that is saying, I've got an unpaid bill and the quantum realm and the spirit realm that says the bill has already been paid. Okay. So you've got these two dichotomies. You've got these opposing facts. You've got these opposing realities. You've got unpaid bill, bill is paid. You've got doctor's diagnosis. You've got symptoms in your body. And actually, this is the scene where it's following. So I'm doing it backwards if you're watching. But the point is you get it. You've got these two uh, versions of the truth. And now you're like, okay, 
The scene realm seems so real, like the symptoms are screaming at me. The creditors are calling. The divorce papers have arrived in the mail, right? So the scene realm is like screaming that this is the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. When in the spirit, the way that we are created to function in the image of God is that we call things that be not in the physical realm as they really are in the spirit, right? We are, we are called to elevate our perception. To el- When I say elevate, we're called to see with the eyes of faith. We are called to observe the unseen and speak the unseen until it overrides the seen. And so this, what trips people up is that they're constantly focused on the scene. They're constantly focused on what they don't want. And the truth is the more you focus on it, the more you talk about it. And the more you focus on it and you talk about it, guess what you're creating? More of what you don't want. But the more that you focus on what is finished, the more you focus on what is unseen, that by his stripes I I was healed, that he was made to be poverty, he was made to be poor, that that was the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he was made to be poor, that through his poverty I might be made rich. Okay, when we when we focus, that's what scripture does. It tells us what is true in the spirit. It tells us what is eternally true, what is always true, what is true right this very minute in the eternal now. But we so many times are not focused on what is true on in the eternal now. But as you focus on it, guess what? Your speech begins to talk differently and you begin to observe the finished work. You begin to observe the new creation. You begin to observe what uh, Jesus Christ has accomplished. And guess what? As you observe it and as you speak it, it now is what you are getting. I talked about this over the course of this series, that the scene realm is feedback for what you've been observing and what you've been talking about. It's what you have been looking at and it's what you have been talking about. And if we're just honest, you guys, like just be honest about this with yourself. I, this is not to condemn anyone because the truth is this stuff can shift very, very, very quickly. Maybe it's not instantly. I mean, even Jesus, it was 24 hours before the fig tree dried up. You know, maybe it's not instantly, but it shifts the moment you shift. The, the tongue is a rudder, like on a ship, and it will turn anything around. Your eyes, it is proven in quantum physics, what we observe materializes. And you can observe the physical or you can observe the uh, spirit. You can observe what is material or you can observe what is immaterial. And I know that this, this, this feels counterintuitive to us because we have been trained by a world system and we have for years really before quantum physics was actually a thing, right? And, and science began to shift out of Newtonian physics into quantum physics and heck, our medical system and still so what we teach in our schools is still such a Newtonian, Newtonian viewpoint. What does that mean? Is that what we can see, what we can observe, what we can uh, prove with our physical senses is all that there is. Like the body is a machine rather than a spirit, rather than energy, right? That money is a tangible thing rather than energy, rather than a, a, a spiritual unseen entity, 
right? That abundance is a frequency. It's not a number in your bank account. And so we have to unlearn. This is what renewing our minds is about. It's about renewing our minds to the reality of the spirit, to the reality of the new creation, to the reality of what Jesus has finished. And what he finished is everything that's in heaven. And it is available, even if it is invisible, it is still now, it is still done, it is still complete. And we are rising out of carnal living into spirit living, into the place where Adam and Eve, with the place that they enjoyed before the fall, meaning that the, the, the material realm and the, and, the, and the seen realm, the material realm rather, and the immaterial realm, the seen realm and the unseen realm are coexisting, that they are, uh, they are actually interconnected. They are intertwined, entangled with one another. And so there is a way of seeing that recognizes the interdimensional, uh, uh, what I want to say, the inter interdimensional characteristic or the, the attribute that reality is inter interdimensional. Okay. It is not just three-dimensional. It is not just fourth dimensional. It is, it is interdimensional. And when we can see, when we can stay awake that the spirit realm and the seen realm are, are, are governed, okay, governed by laws, Newtonian laws in the physical realm, quantum physics laws and laws of faith, spiritual laws, if you want to say in the spirit realm, we can actually operate in a system of the kingdom, in the laws of the spirit that override and spawn material reality. And so faith, right, sees the unseen. Faith calls things that be not as though they are. And this is really the journey of Abraham, who is called the father of faith, right? He had a prophetic word over his life. Now, I want to talk about this because there's two aspects, I feel like, of what I'm talking about here. One is just your inheritance in Christ. It is that your identity in Christ as healed, as abundant, right, as uh, peaceful, as joyful, as righteous, as holy, as perfect, right? It's who you are in Christ, your identity. You aren't, you don't just have abundance, you are abundance. You don't just, uh, uh, you aren't just in a state of healing, you are healing. Why? Because you're one with Jesus. So there's an identity component of the unseen realm that is true for every single person because we, now again, it doesn't mean that it's true in the material realm right this minute because most of us haven't been observing who we are in the spirit. Most of us haven't been observing abundance and healing and talking healing and abundance and divine health, right? Most of us have been talking about all our problems. We've been, we've been speaking about the mountain rather than to it, right? But in addition to the, that inheritance that we have in Christ, which is heaven, guess what? Each of us also has a destiny. Each of us has, uh, God has a plan for our lives. There is a future you that exists in the now that is not only glorified, that is not only walking in the fullness of the identity of who you are in Christ, healed, abundant, and prospering in every area of your life, but you are doing something specific in the future. You have a calling, you have a purpose, and God sees that finished too, okay? That's why God called Abraham the father of a nation. It was a prophetic declaration over Abraham, and he is called the father of faith, 
because he manifested his destiny in partnership with God. And who God said he was is who he became. And he became who God prophesied over him to be by agreeing with God, by also observing himself in that destiny that God had prophesied for him. He changed the way he spoke. He even changed his name so that every time he spoke of himself, he spoke the prophetic word of what God had declared over him. So there is a destiny that God has for you. There is an impact that God wants you to make with your life. There are inventions that have yet to be invented that God has for you to invent. There are people that God has called you to be in relationship with, to connect with, to bless, to teach, to disciple, to uh, uh, serve with your gifts. And God sees the vision for your life totally finished. He doesn't just see who you are finished in Christ, but he sees the vision finished as well. And Abraham is called the father of faith because he was operating in quantum physics principles. Oh my goodness. He was speaking. He was a speaking spirit. He was observing a future, giving glory to God. He was just, it says he was, he, he did, um, he, uh, did not consider the impotence of his body, nor the barrenness of Sarah's womb, meaning he was not distracted by the circumstances in the natural realm. No, he gave glory to God. He stayed focused on God. He stayed focused on what God had spoken to him. He And what had he spoken? He spoke, hey, go out and look at the stars. And that's the number of offspring that you're going to have. Go look at the number of the grain, uh, the grains of sand on the beach that's the number of offspring that you're going to have. Change your name, Abram. You're no longer Abram, but you're Abraham, okay? Every time you open your mouth, you are going to declare who you are. And if we are honest, you guys, we have double forked tongues, right? We are speaking the seen realm reality out of one side of our mouth, and we are speaking the, maybe we're speaking, hopefully we're speaking at least the unseen reality out of the other side of our mouth. But here's what's happening, right? A double-minded double man is unstable in all of his ways. You are confusing creation. You are confusing the universe, okay? Am I healed? Am I sick? Am I healed? Am I sick? Am I broke? Am I abundant? Am I broke? Am I abundant? Are we reconciled or divorced? Are we reconciled or divorced? So we aren't giving clear instructions. We aren't giving clear instructions to the universe, to creation, which is here to serve us. It's here to manifest what we observe. It's here to manifest us as sons of God. And so it is It is simply, the, the seen realm is a servant to the unseen realm. And so we need to stop this confusion. You are sending out a confusion, confusing frequency. You are vibrating at lack and abundance. You are vibrating at guilt and shame and all of these lower level emotions instead of joy consistently. And you are an antenna. Your thoughts are, are, are invisible, but they are powerful. Okay, and so what you what are you broadcasting with your words, with your thoughts, with your observations? What are you what instructions are you giving to um, the the quantum field? What instructions are you giving to the spirit realm uh, and to creation, to the universe? Uh, what instructions are you giving? Are they clear? Right. 
And if they aren't clear, then you're not, you're either, you're either going to go like this, right? Oh, the money comes in, the money goes out. Oh, I feel better. Oh, I feel worse. Oh, I feel better. Oh, I feel worse. You're going to, you're going to go on a roller coaster ride because what you are observing is it is working. Okay. It, it is working. This is always working. It's just not, it's just not working in the way that you want the outcome to be. And what's frustrating about this for me as someone who disciples people with this, and, and it's frustrating in my own life because obviously, you know, it's not like I'm doing this perfect either, is that what happens is, is when we dip down, right? And the symptoms return or, you know, whatever, the, the lack comes back. <laughs> well, guess what we, we do? We shift our focus. We shift our focus onto the problem again. And now, okay, lack, 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 lack. And so guess what? Here we are, lack, symptoms, lack, symptoms, rather than staying consistent in our in our declaration rather than staying consistent in what we we are observing rather than laughing if if something uh, if a symptom comes back in or or the bank accounts dips again rather than just giving glory to god and thanking him thanking you for abundance thank you that i can see abundance right now thank you there's an abundance of these weird leaves in my front yard that keep falling from this tree they're like pods or something but gosh i can see an abundance when i just look out my window thank you for the abundance of grass thank you for the abundance of air thank you for the abundance of dirt right I mean, you can, you can focus on abundance in the midst of any circumstance, right? And that's just not even saying the, the, the scripture. I mean, obviously I can say, thank you, God, that you supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. Thank you, Jesus, that you were rich. You became poor and through your poverty, I became rich. Thank you, God, that by your stripes, I am healed. Thank you, Father, that I am the healed resisting sickness. Thank you, Father, that whatever I bind on earth is loosed in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Thank you that I do not allow lack. I do not allow uh, symptoms. I do not allow disharmony. I do not allow any of these things because what I say goes. Why? Because I'm in union with Jesus. I'm seated in heavenly places and we dominate. We dominate from the unseen realm. And so we, we, we go like this, spirit carnal, spirit carnal, spirit carnal, uh, spiritual eyes, physical eyes, spiritual eyes, physical eyes, spiritual talk, carnal talk, spiritual talk, carnal talk. And so we are unstable in, and, and we are confusing. Frankly, we are, con we're, we're confused. <laughs> you know, that's the truth, but not only are we confused, well, you can imagine what, you know, the sickness is thinking, well, do I stay or do I go now? If I stay, there will be a trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like it's singing, like, hey, come on, get your story straight. Get your story straight. <laughs> and so I hope I'm being clear today, you guys. Like all of these things that I'm teaching are wonderful. Like it's exciting to know that science is backing up the principles of faith. It's exciting to know that atoms, uh, particles within atoms materialize when we observe them. It is, it is exciting to know that science is now proving through studies you know, and I share these studies, right? Like I love the one about working out. Why? I guess because I need to maybe need to do some imaginary workout. But the study, right, where the, the two groups, one, you know, the study groups with the study with two groups in it, where one group went to the gym and worked out and the other group just imagined working out. And after the study was over, the group that imagined working out had the same increase in muscle mass as the people that actually worked out. What? Imaginary workouts build muscle? What? 
Like that's just one example. Okay, that's just one of many, many studies that have been done. You guys, there's a study, and I know I've shared this one, where people prayed for um, people that were sick. They were given, it was a blind study, and they were given names of people. This group prayed for, uh, they, they, gave, they gave names of people, and these, this, this group was prayed for, and then the other group wasn't prayed for. Well, you know, obviously, you, you would know that the people that were prayed for got better. But the crazy thing about this study is that these people were praying for people who were sick in the past. And what that meant was, is that in the future, people were praying and it had an outcome in the past. So they didn't know which people got well and which not. They just randomly dispersed it. So these principles, this is such an exciting time to be alive because we now are scientifically studying what what Abraham knew, what scripture has taught, guys. And so... What we observe will will come back into the material realm. What we speak will come back into the material realm. Death and life truly are in the power of our tongue. If you want to know why people aren't living to 700, 800, 1,000 years like they used to in scripture, it's not because of the diet. It's not because of the pesticides. It's because we believe that the diet, we believe in the pesticides uh, ability to harm us. We believe in the power of sickness. We believe in pharmaceutical drugs. Drugs. We believe in these things. And so therefore we get what we believe. We get what we observe. We get what we speak. And I know, I know there's a lot of new covenant people that don't like this. They're like, oh, Shalisa, this is just word of faith. Name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. I get it. I mean, we have some, we have gone so far sometimes into this deconstruction and into this detox from religion that we have deconstructed right out of powerful living. We've, we've detoxed out of being unstoppable and we are just like, hey, Sarah, you know, I'm just going to drink in the spirit and it's all just going to work out great. Meanwhile, a lot of these people are broke. They're not fulfilling their full potential. They're not uh, doing the things that God has called them to do. So it's not an either or in the kingdom. There's so many things that are and. And the reason that we drink in the spirit, the reason that we rest is because we recognize that it's finished. It's finished. You know what? You can just be oblivious if you really get that. But, but what are you, what, what is finished? What's finished? What is actually finished? Everything. The vision for your life, your purpose, your destiny, it is finished. Everything God's called you to do is finished. So what are we observing? And how distracted are we by circumstances? How, how off track do we get when a symptom shows up? How off track do we get when an unexpected bill comes in? Do we, do we hold fast to our confession of faith? Do we, do, or do we, shift our, do we shift our frequency? Do we shift our, do, what we're looking at? Do we shift what we're speaking? Are we talking lack? Are we talking abundance? Are we talking uh, sickness? Are we talking healing? Are we magnifying God? Or are we magnifying the problem? And, and beloved, this is the practical application. And this is where it, 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 you, we trip up over and over and over again. And I, I, I get that this teaching gets a bad rap, but I can tell you once you see it and once you grab it, you will begin to recognize that when something that we don't want is showing up, whether it's us or in someone else's life, 
you will be able to begin to identify the confusion. You'll be able to identify the double-mindedness. You'll be able to identify how people are, are questioning, how people are doubting, right? And how they are looking to the seen realm to confirm spiritual reality rather than the spiritual realm to transform the physical reality. And you will see it. You will see it as a pattern. You will see carnality. You will see the lack of maturity in the body of Christ. And when I say the lack of maturity, I mean the lack of being able to manifest heaven on earth. And this is a, this may sound like a hard teaching. This may sound like a, a word. And I tell you, I get, <clears throat> it, to me, it's kind of like this. People, if they come against me when I'm teaching these things, it's just like the, if somebody's coming against me when they're telling me that, you know, tongues has passed away or something like it's too late. I've seen too much. I've studied too much. I've read the science. I, this isn't just some word of faith teaching. This isn't just some blab it and grab it, name it and claim it teaching. No, this is actual science, which is why I'm so excited. It's why I'm so excited to present the science. I'm presenting the science so that, so that you'll know that this isn't just a, a scriptural principle that we, a theological translation of a scripture. It's an, an inaccurate translation, Shalice. You know, God didn't really say if you speak to the mountain, it'll be cast into the sea. If you don't doubt, like, no, that is, that's, that's a metaphor, blah, 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 right? No, the science is, no, it's proving it, okay? It's proving that what's, what Jesus operated in is the way the universe is designed to work, that the seen realm is in service to the unseen realm, and that we, in union with Jesus, are sons of God designed to operate in union with Jesus and observe what God is observing. Real spiritual maturity is no longer operating independently and no longer operating carnally. Okay, it means that we are living in union with Jesus, that we have yielded our bodies, we have yielded our faculty of observation, we have yielded our tongues, and it is truly, it is no longer even us that's doing the observing, it is no longer us that's doing the speaking, it is no longer us that is even vibrating, right, that God has possessed us, and we are simply seeing what the Holy Spirit is showing us, we're just looking at it. We're just seeing it. That's what the gifts of the Spirit are. That's what prophecy is. That's what Jesus was talking about when in John 16, verse 12 and 13, when he said that, how be it when the Holy Spirit comes, Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth and will show you the future. Meaning he will show you, Holy Spirit will show you what's already finished. Holy Spirit will show you what to observe. Holy Spirit will inspire your imagination. Holy Spirit will fill your mouth, either speaking in tongues or speaking in English, tongues and the interpretation of English, but God will begin to speak through you and God will begin to observe through you and you will be filled with righteousness, peace and joy as you are filled with the Spirit. And now it is no longer you that is living, but as Christ is now living in you and kingdom and, and realities of the new creation are manifesting all around you because you are now living, you're walking in union with God. You are in as me, what we call as me consciousness, which means there's no longer an I that is separated from God. There's no longer an I that is perceiving apart from Christ. Your I has become single. And now that single I is God himself doing the observing, doing the speaking, doing the manifesting through you. See, new agers understand these principles, but they do it independently. But believers know we aren't independently manifesting heaven on earth. We are in union manifesting heaven on earth. And we are ascending to that place where we are seated in heavenly places in Christ, where we are one with God, where we are in the place of dominion, <clears throat> and we are uh, replenishing the earth. We are, we are expanding the kingdom through 
partnership, through union with God. And this is how Jesus operated as a son. He did what the father was doing. He said what the father was saying. He was operating as a manifested, obviously begotten incarnation of God, but he was demonstrating what is possible when we live in union with father and we cooperate with the way the father uh, designed the creation to work. So I pray that I've made my point today, right? We need to, what I want to say here, Father, because this isn't a work, you guys. Like this isn't, now let me say this. It might feel like work sometime when when you're, when you're when the scene room's screaming at you. It might seem like work to pray in the spirit when you feel like crying. You know what I'm saying? The flesh is, uh, it, that's where the work is. Right. So, so you may be, I mean, how many of you, you know, enter into worship and you, you know, you don't feel like worshiping. How many of you know, when I got freed and, and set free from manic depression, I didn't feel like dancing, but the Holy Spirit said dance. Right. And, and so the Holy Spirit's here as a helper. The Holy Spirit is here to help you overcome your carnal tendencies. Your, your, the Holy Spirit is here to help you elevate your spiritual vision. So we have help, but let me say, just because something feels hard doesn't mean that it's not God. Hey, boy, you need to listen to me, right? Why? Because that's still in the realm of freaking feelings. Pardon my French. It is still a feeling. And the feeling is what we're shifting. And you can shift your feelings. Guess what? Worship, thanksgiving, gratitude, you can shift, you can shift, you can go for a walk, you can call a friend, you can pray, you can shift. And I get it. You know what? The spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. Meaning just our, there's a human part of us that is so connected to the physical realm. We, we actually, it's not like God suspended our physical senses. It's not like our brains all of a sudden stopped functioning and, you know, wasn't receiving input from the physical realm. You may feel anxiety, you may feel these emotions, but that doesn't, that, that we are not to be led by fear. We're not to be led by anxiety. And that's where we can condition. I mean, the apostle Paul said, I buffet my body. I keep it under, you know, I, I mean, people, you know, come against fasting. Oh, that's just religious. Well, I'm not saying that we need to fast, but I'm saying that if you fast, guess what's going to stop screaming at you, your body, your body's going to be like, ah, for a minute. And that's what fasting is about. It's about getting the physical aspects of our lives under control of the spirit and not being led by our physical appetites, not being led by our physical senses. <clears throat> so there is a place for fasting. There is a place for uh, what we would probably call war. But many times, why are we warring against the devil? Because the devil lives in the realm of the flesh. The works of the flesh is how the devil works. So, <clears throat> beloved, here's what I want to say. You are unstoppable in Christ. Everything is already finished. These principles work 24-7. Words are always producing. What we are observing is always materializing. What we are broadcasting with our frequencies through our antennas, whether that's gratitude and abundance and joy and righteousness and peace or guilt and shame and blah, 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 la, 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 la. Guess what? You're always broadcasting. You can measure it on a machine. You can get your little brain, little brain, whatever they call those things, nodes, and you can put them on and you will measure your, your, your frequency. <clears throat> there is science 
to this that backs up what scripture teaches. So it is time, right? What did God say about 2024 in the word of the year? It is time. It is time. Don't quit. Be unstoppable. Learn how to manipulate and dominate the matrix. And what is the matrix? It's a play on, you know, the movie from, from uh, you know, the matrix. I got my little matrix guy here, right? Neo. It's a play on that to remember that you there's more to you than meets the eye and you are here to dominate the scene realm, here to, here to partner with creation and to manifest heaven, to manifest what God has uh, accomplished in Christ and to fulfill your destiny. It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. It was finished from the foundation of the world. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you the future, but the future is always in alignment with glory. It's always in alignment with uh, really the dreams that God has put in your heart. God is so much better than we give him credit for. Uh, the desires of our hearts are, are, are such an indication of God's plan and purpose for our lives. Don't let money stop you. Don't let a doctor's report intimidate you. Don't let people control you. No, no one can stop you except you. You are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You have all the help that you need with the Holy Spirit, and he will, he, he will give you an instruction on, on how to get into that higher place, whether that's worship, gratitude, calling someone, praying, whatever. He will help you. Tune into this podcast. He'll give you an instruction. Why? Because God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? And if God has given us his best in Jesus Christ, how much more will he not, how much more has he not already given us all things freely to enjoy? So God bless you guys. Let's, uh, let's, let's take to heart the things that we've gotten uh, from this series and let's, let's become unstoppable. Let's be unstoppable and let's manifest glorious things in 2024. So excited to wrap up this series. Thank you for joining me uh, on this journey. Feel free to go back and listen to the, the previous episodes. Uh, re-listen to it till it, it, it you get it. I, I tell you, this deception runs rampant. And if you don't hear this a lot, you can get trapped in the scene realm really, really easy. Uh, we are going to, I don't know exactly where this next series is going to go. It's going to be called Beholding. Uh, but I think we're probably going to go into, you know, it's just going to be a continuation because I just believe part of my job this year, part of my assignment to you in the body of Christ is to actually uh, equip you so that the word that God is speaking over 2024 is what we're experiencing, that we truly are not quitting. We're not quitting. We're not growing tired. We're not growing weary and well-doing, right? We are, we are empowered with the spirit of might when we feel like quitting and we are unstoppable and we are learning to materialize and dematerialize matter. We are, we are dominating the matrix and we are uh, manifesting heaven on earth. So God bless you. Have a supernatural rest of the week and we'll see you soon. God bless. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is in part made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalise.com where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose he created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training, where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.